everyone and welcome to yet another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. This is I Need No Name bringing you a review of a game that we've actually won for a change. Bayern Munich just beat Bayer Leverkusen by 4 goals to nil and this is our first win in the Bundesliga since... I, I really don't even know how long it's been since we lost one in the Bundesliga. It feels like it's been ages and... Honestly, after doing so many of these, I was beginning to think I would not get another chance to do a post-game podcast with Nagelsmann in charge because it was looking so dire at some point. But now that we have won 4-0, I won't say that the crisis is completely gone, but it is a step in the right direction. And, well, you can only build from here. Next game is against Victoria Pilsen, and that's how you're going to have to take it, one step at a time. So, this game against Leverkusen. Let's talk about it. First of all, short recap. We had a lineup 4-2-2-2, which is pretty much what we expected. You had Sadio Mane and Thomas Muller up top. Uh, Actually, I would say that Sadio Mane was on the left with Thomas Muller, Leroy Sané and Jamal Muziala all more or less interchanging positions on the other side of the pitch. Then you had a pivot consisting of Joshua Kimmich and Marcel Zabitzer. Then there was the defense with Lucas Hernandez out. You had Matthias Delict and Dad Upamecano. And while you had Nusser Masrawi on the bench for Benjamin Pavard at right back and Alfonso Davies starting at left back. And obviously Manuel Neuer in goal. So that's pretty much the exact formation and lineup that everyone predicted before the game. Which is rare for Nagelsmann to go with something this predictable. But it worked out because in this case predictable is what we wanted we didn't want too many changes because we wanted the players to have some kind of rhythm coming into this one especially after this very difficult international break where the media was just full of Bayern Munich criticism now what happened in the game the game was let's just say it opened up very early Jamal Muziala went to the went down the right wing he assisted Leroy Sané for the opener which was a great finish by Sané something that you don't see very often deflection involved and not great goalkeeping by Hadetsky but we take those then very soon after I think it was I think around the 17th minute or so you had Thomas Muller assisting Jamal Muziala for his goal of the night that was just a well taken shot by Muziala he is probably one of the best if not the best finisher on this team right now his shots always seem to be dangerous and I don't know I think he's had seven goals in almost as many starts now i'm not exactly sure how many starts he's had but it feels like he gets a goal or an assist pretty much every time he plays even against teams like fc barcelona in the champions league so it feels like even when the team is playing poorly jamal muziala plays well and today when the team was playing well jamal muziala was just sizzling he assisted sadio mane for the third goal a little bit later which was coming down to the end of the half and we went into halftime with a comfortable 3 0 lead which is something very rare for us this season now second half kicked up with again buying i think the main thing that we saw tonight was the intensity of the players despite coming back from international break and pretty much all our players are full internationals which means they did not have the international break off they showed a great amount of work rate and intensity to make sure buyer were unable to get out of their own half very easily and when they did they were always close down always constantly kept at bay and because of that Leverkusen even in the second half after making their changes they were unable to threaten us properly 
of course, we didn't threaten them as much either. Nagelsmann decided, okay, we're 3-0 up, let's make some subs. He subbed off Mane, he subbed off Sane, Muziala, uh, Sabitzer as well. But then, around the 83rd minute, you had a scenario where Levkusen had possession, Hrdetsky had the ball at his feet, and you had the entire front three pressing the Leverkusen centre-backs, and Thomas Muller was up there pressing Hrdetsky himself. And Hrdetsky, under that kind of pressure, he made a slight slip. And that kind of error, you just can't do it when Thomas Muller is right in front of you. And the guy, he pounced on it and immediately slotted it past for the fourth goal. And I will tell you right now, as a member of the Muller Mafia, we are going to be feasting tonight because it's been so long since Thomas Muller has had a goal that, like, honestly, we were were literally licking the crumbs of the plate, honestly, because... Let's just say it wasn't it wasn't a pretty it wasn't a pretty time at the Mother of Mafia headquarters and now that he has scored and he has assisted in this game, we are going to be sleeping happy tonight. And look, that is that for the game. I would have to say that people will bring up that Herdetsky had two very serious errors leading to goal and he was not a good keeper today. He pretty much let everything go past him. So even so, I would say first of all we deserve this after those amazing performances by Sommer and Geekowicz, which honestly felt superhuman at times. We deserved a goalkeeping performance going our way for a change. And second, I mean, look, we actually took our chances when they fell to us. It's not like um, we were solely scoring on the back of goalkeeper mistakes. We created our chances, we took them when they came to us, and we slotted them away, which is something that you cannot say has been a given for Bayern Munich this season. I know this is a very low bar to be clearing, but we are at that point in the season where we take everything that comes for us. And what we saw today was a team under duress fighting back against the narrative that this team is not capable of winning, you know, silverware this season. This is our answer to that question, whether Bayern Munich is still a good team. Now, let's move on to, I think, a player review is in order. So, let's talk about the players. First of all, you have Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane's role was very interesting today. Unlike the other attackers, he was glued to the left-hand side of the pitch. He was playing with Alfonso Davies over there, but instead of having Sadio Mane tuck inside and Davies maintain width, you saw Davies tuck inside as more of an inverted fullback and Sadio Mane maintain the width on the outside which is an interesting move from Nagelsmann. And you heard in the press conferences before this game, Sadio Mane obviously being a major target of criticism. Nagelsmann said he personally talks to each and every single player and talks about how they can improve their game. So maybe this is how he plans to have Sadio Mane improve his game. Simplify his role a bit. Don't have him wander all over the pitch. Don't have him confused into whether he should be playing center forward or left wing or right wing or whatever. Just have him stick to the wing and then take his chances when they come, and that's what he did today. He took his chances. So, Sadio Mane, he had a decent performance, but I should point out that, you know, it's kind of baffling to me how he seems to struggle with the physicality of the league. Like, I wouldn't expect a guy coming from the Premier League to have this much of an issue with things like physical duels with defenders and stuff like that. And honestly, Sadio Mane never struck me as a player who was that kind of a soft player who would go down very easily or just be unable to hold on to the ball when someone is physically pressuring him. And that's what we saw a lot of today. Leverkusen's defenders easily bullied him off the ball. And 
that's kind of weird and it's kind of holding us and him back overall because he should be doing a lot more when he's on the ball to disrupt defenders and to get in to positions as like a hold-up playing target man because he doesn't have that pace that he used to to get past defenders anymore so he needs to be using his body more in a way that is more akin to a traditional striker rather than a left winger that is pretty much the only criticism I can have of Satya Mane's play today. He did have a goal ruled out, as you will, but today it was not his fault, so I will forgive him for that. He didn't play the full 90, but I don't think he should have because, again, he played a large number of minutes for Senegal during the week. Now, next we have Leroy Sané. So, Leroy Sané was amazing. If not for Jamal Muziala dropping an absolute clinic, Leroy Sané would have been man of the match for me. He was... Okay, look, I should point out that he looked a little bit like Virgil van Dijk. Like, I don't know if anyone else got that vibe from him today because he had that man bun and the long sleeves and it looked like he almost looked like a slightly thinner version of Virgil van Dijk out there. Not that he played like Virgil van Dijk. He wasn't just defending out there. He was dribbling. His passes were great. His um, everything really was coming off for him today. And his goal was wonderfully taken. Quick shot. I liked it all and really no complaints about Sane today. I really hope that he keeps up this form because if he does, you know, the sky's the limit for him. One goal, one assist every game. That's kind of the thing that we expect from him when we bought him from Manchester City. Thomas Muller, Thomas Muller, again, people will say that he was quiet for most of the game outside of his assistant goal. They are not watching the games properly because this kind of a performance does not happen without Thomas Muller orchestrating the entire attack from his positioning and his ability to make runs and make sure that the defense stays off balance. You see, this is what Thomas Muller does and he does it brilliantly. And I should point out that the man is 32 years old and he was high pressing the goalkeeper in the 85th minute of the match and that's why he got his goal. So don't tell me that goal was a freebie. You have to have amazing stamina to be able to do that in a game right after the international break where he played the match, mind you. I guess this is a benefit of Flick not starting him against England in on Monday, I think, which I will thank Flick for that. But yeah, Thomas Muller, great performance from him, goal and assist. And finally, we have Jamal Muziala, the star boy, the man of the match tonight. He was, oh man, he was unplayable. This guy, I mean, look, Messi a la... He, words fail to describe how good Jamal Muziala is, okay? I have previously described him as a combination of Franck Ribéry and Thomas Muller, and that even that description is starting to fail me now because Muziala is showing so much impact whenever he's on the pitch that he is literally Bayern's most important player right now. The difference between Bayern having Muziala on and off the pitch is probably worth two or three goals. And, like... I, I don't know what to say because he is only 19 years old and this is not even close to what his peak should be if he keeps developing at the rate he has been. He was like just siding to de defenders like they could not even touch him. Even trying to foul him seems like a lost cause sometimes because he's just so good at getting away and finding the right pass and he was supplying the balls to everyone in the attack and everyone was benefiting from how good he was not only in attack, but also tracking back, getting into the press and winning back balls and getting out of pressure. All of these things make Jamal Muziala, in my opinion, the best young player in the world, better than Pedri, better than Kavi, 
better than all those players and he is severely underrated which is weird to say because you know most people rate him quite highly next you have the midfield so midfield joshua kimmich i think he, kimmich really had a good game he did not put a step wrong he was getting back to cover for the defense when needed and like it's like when you have these amazing superlative performances by guys like Buziala and Sané, it's hard to say something about Kimmich that still makes him stand out. But Kimmich had a good game. That's nothing much else to say. His set-piece deliveries could have been a little bit better, but you can say that about all our set-pieces at this point. Sabitzer, Sabitzer, again, good game. What else, What do you expect me to say? Like, he did his job. He kept cleaning up after Kimmich in the defense. He has this weird Kante-esque role in our midfield right now, which makes him able to always be in the right place at the right time to stop any opponent counters and make sure that our Gagan press is functioning correctly. And the pressing was on point today. Not as good as the best pressing from the Flick era, in my opinion, but still really good and kept Leverkusen limited in terms of how many attacks they had. But on this short occasion that their attacks did go through, we had the defense. And now the defenders, Matthias Delict. Matthias Delict, first of all, I need to say that he looks a little bit um, large, you know, chunky. <laughs> Look, I'm not bullying him. I'm not body shaming him. But like compared to all our other guys, Matthias Delict, he looks a little bit, just a little bit heftier. You know, it, he looks a lot more like Nikola Zula in that regard. And it's not affecting his performances, I think, because he was great today. He was always first to win the ball. He was great on his duels. He was pretty much focused and in the zone and no one really got past him. And his forays into midfield to make sure that a key interception happens at a point where Leverkusen were threatening to break through the press, those were absolutely critical. And they show what an intelligent player he is and why he fits our system and why Brazo spent 76 million to get him because a defender in a pressing system like Nagelsmann, he has different responsibilities compared to a defender in a more defensively oriented system. He can't just stay back. He needs to know when to come out, when to go back. And if you see a defender like Maguire who tries to do the same thing, but almost always mistimes his moves or fails spectacularly, you will appreciate Matthias Delict's efforts more. That being said, again, it's kind of weird how he looks a little bit, you know, large. And I don't know if it was just the Oktoberfest kits making him look that way, but maybe he still has a little bit more fitness to get back. And I hope that the Bayern physios keep working on that because, Dilek, you know, I have no problems with his performances already. But if he could find that extra, you know, 10, 20% of performance still in the tank. That would just be amazing for us. And I would give anything to see Delict do even better for us. Dario Pomecano, meanwhile, excellent, solid. He that that time when he absolutely bullied Amin Adley off the ball, that was amazing to watch. And honestly, he he has these games where he shows that he has all the qualities to be an absolutely superb defender. It's just the concentration that's sometimes lacking for him. Today he was concentrating all the time. For the entire 90 minutes and we saw an absolute masterclass from him no issues there then you had benjamin Pavard, very quiet game from him and compared to all the other defenders i would say he was getting forward he was going back he kept things tidy on his flank nothing much to say good game no criticisms but no amazing praise for him either in a 4-0 win because you know 
you need to do something amazing to stand out in a Formula 1. Alfonso Davies. Now, Alfonso Davies, I need to just rant about this for a second. During the game, the commentator said that Davies has been shaking this season. And I don't know where that comes from. Okay, Davies has not been shaky. He has probably been one of our most consistent players. And maybe he had one or two bad games while we were in our slump. But who didn't? And in the meantime, he has been so consistent on that left hand side and he's always providing width and always an attacking threat and people keep saying he needs to tighten up his defensive awareness i mean look are you watching him davies if anything he needs to tighten up his offensive awareness he could be getting so many more goals and assists if he could just get that pass or cross or through ball in a little bit sooner a little bit more sharply a bit more accurately whereas when defending almost no one can get past him he's so good at just getting back and closing down opposition attackers that getting past him is almost impossible and he's never lazy he always tracks back so i don't know is this like our opinions on davies being colored by the fact that he's seen as an offensive fullback and when you think offensive fullback you immediately think that guys like hakimi or trent alexander arnold who could not be bothered with defending because davies is not that kind of guy he's not that kind of player he does not have raw offensive output like those players but he also does not have the defensive weaknesses of those players he is a cheat code in defense and i don't understand how this popular notion of davies as a weak defensive but amazing offensive player is coming out because if anything he is almost the opposite he could do a lot better in offense but his defending is great finally manuel neuer again neuer had one bad pass but other than that he saved a point blank shot from i think it was musa diaby and he earned his clean sheet even though leverkusen did not attack very often when they did he was there to stop it so that is pretty much every single player in the system i have described as for nagelsmann himself i can see some of the interesting moves that he made today first of all in set pieces you had kimmick aiming for matthias delict pretty obvious reason why delict is the best player in the air but also interestingly, you had Alfonso Davies staying outside the box, always there, positioned to prevent the counter. Again, this shows the trust the coach has in Davies' defensive abilities and his ability to recover. Because in the corner, if you lose the second ball, it immediately launches a counterattack. And Davies is therefore positioned perfectly to prevent those counters even from the fastest players. Because if Davies has a one or two yard head start, he will outrun anyone. And again, he set a Bundesliga speed record for this season in this game. So, I mean, this is pretty much the perfect way to use him. As for the rest of the team, I would say that Nagelsmann, his substitutions leave, again, a little bit to be desired. I don't know why Matitel did not come on and why Eric Max and Chupamuting were subbed on. I get it, Chupamuting is the senior player, but Matitel deserves more minutes and I hope he sees them against Victoria Pilsen in midweek. Same thing goes for Ryan Gravenbush. These two players are really great youngsters and they need minutes if they're going to develop that is what we need to see going forward first of all more intense i we want to see this intensity continue we don't want to see us softening up in the second half which we did not see today and we want to see these young players getting more minutes so i think i have recorded already for almost 20 minutes now so i think that's enough for today so this was I Need No Name. You were listening to the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you wish. We are also on Twitter at Bavarian FV Works. And also you can find us on our blog, 
where we have our match observations, match awards, and everything like that. Stay tuned for our main flagship podcast, which will come out on Sunday night, Eastern Time. And this is pretty much all I have to say for tonight. So thank you for listening and good night.